0: Okay, welcome to the latest episode of a podcast that does not currently have a name. I mentioned last time that I was thinking of moving away from the Dying Daily name. And I have a few reasons for doing that. Um, I think the first is that I don't own that name. Uh, Apparently some guy up in Montreal owns it and he wanted $50,000 for it, which I felt was just a little bit steep for a name that I don't think is even that great. And it really seems like I'm moving to consolidate everything under my name anyway. This is something that I never really wanted to do. Uh, It feels a little bit icky to me. I don't know, just to like for my name to be everything. But after trying a few different branding ideas and stuff like that, I really found that it's difficult to find something that doesn't create, uh, I don't know, like, like different perceptions with different people and things like that. And it's even harder to find something that's actually mine, like so many of the things out there are already trademarked or copyrighted. And so it just seems like at least my name is something that people that can't really be taken from me. You know, the other thing that's really made me start thinking about this is that I've had people ask me about the name. Uh, There's a segment of people that think uh, it's a Christian podcast, which I'm not opposed to at all, but that's not what this is about. I guess there is a a blog out there or a newsletter or something called Dying Daily. Um, Other people have said it sounds morbid and, you know, I'm not shooting for being morbid at all. Uh, I think I went out of that phase back in my teenage years, hopefully. But, you know, more than anything, I want to convey an accurate feel for what this is about. I think this podcast is about intentionality, about mindfulness, about love, compassion. It is very much about living our lives in a way that matters. Living every day as though we could die that day. But I think it's... I don't, know that it, we, I don't know that it has to be called Dying Daily to do that. I don't know that we have to have that in the title in order to address that idea. So, But I did, before I move off of this name, I wanted to talk a little bit about where it all came from. Because originally, I mean, the blog was called the Dying Daily blog. The newsletters, the Dying Daily newsletter. Um, this is the Dying Daily podcast, or it was up until this episode. And I own the trademark to a couple different, I do own the websites for a couple different things like Dying Daily Incorporated and things like that. So, I mean, you can tell this was something I was going to try to build a brand around for a while there. So I think the question there is why why would that be something that I would be so invested in that I would try to do something with it for, you know, a little, close to two years, actually. This whole thing started, all the, the blogging, the podcast, the newsletter, the website, everything started because I read a little short piece by a guy named Seneca called On the Shortness of Life. And essentially this essay, I mean, go go find it and read it if you're even slightly interested. It's pretty amazing. But the whole idea of this, of this essay he wrote is just about how life uh, is, is finite. It ends. And time that passes us by is really the only thing that we can never get back. It's the only thing that's irreplaceable in this world. Once a moment's gone, it's gone forever. You know, and I think that we we have an awareness of this, like with money, like uh, uh, most people at least budget their money in some way enough to where, you know, they're able to pay their rent and their bills and survive. People tend to pay attention to everything except for how we spend our time. Now, I want to be clear when I say that money is is not irreplaceable. I'm not wealthy by any stretch. But one thing I have learned over the course of my life is that there's always more money. You can go earn more somehow. You know, it might not be a lot, and I don't think most of us are rich, but money is replaceable. You spend it, you make more. You spend it, you make more. You lose some money, there's more out there, you know? This is absolutely not true when it comes to time. And when I read this article or this essay by Seneca, you know, a guy, I think he wrote this probably like over 2,000 years ago, you know? But when I read it, it just really floored me as I realized how much time I wasted. There were the really obvious things like um, like video games or uh, just sitting and watching The Office for the, for the 20th time. And those really bothered me as I realized that a great deal of my life had been spent on those things. And then I think about how much of my life I spent intoxicated. How much of my life I spent bouncing from place to place with no clear plan. How much of my life I spent not having friends and not having meaningful relationships. And we start to recognize this certain flippancy with the idea of death. If we we take this inventory of how we spend our time. This is something I do pretty frequently with people. When they have a project that they want to get going, something they want to work on, and they say, I just don't have time. I really find that if a person would keep track of their time, just even for even for a week or two, we find so many places where we are wasting time. And the biggest time wasters I see are the ones that I encountered Uh, consuming media. And that includes like TV shows, movies, Netflix series, scrolling around online. I think that is possibly the biggest time waster these days. Video games are huge. You know, and I go back and forth on that because I think that for a lot of people these days, playing video games is the way they they connect with their friends. You know, everybody's got the headsets and they talk and they hang out while they're doing it. When I'm talking about the video games I played, I did not have any social aspect to them at all. It was me in my house by myself playing a video game for hours and hours and hours and hours and kind of tricking myself into believing that I was accomplishing something when my character leveled up or I got a new perk point or something like that. So the places where we waste time are pretty consistent across the board. And I really find that if we are just willing to audit that a little bit and, and, and make some changes in our life, we can accomplish a whole lot more and still enjoy ourselves. And I think that's an important part of this. Yes, we need to recognize that our time is irreplaceable and that every day brings us one day closer to death. And I don't mean that in a morbid way. I don't mean that in a mean way. I think that that is the most important thing we can recognize, That this time is limited, this all ends, so this all matters. When we recognize that, how we spend our time begins to shift pretty radically. Now, I want to be clear, because I don't want this to seem like I am um, against fun or against relaxing. I, I still play video games. I just don't play them for hours and hours and hours on end. I don't play them until I've accomplished what I want to accomplish that day. I still watch TV shows. I just finished 30 Rock for probably the fifth time. I'll probably start The Office before long. But I don't watch them for hours and hours on end. I'm not the best at it, but I try to focus on my family when they're around. Instead of scrolling on my phone, instead of playing on my iPad. You know, sometimes if I'm working on something, I don't do a really good job of shifting my attention. But I'm working on that. So none of this is to say that we need to live our lives in some kind of rigid schedule driven way where we don't do anything fun but i think that we do need to be intentional in when we have fun versus when we work i think that we need to be intentional in setting aside time where we're investing in other people where we're investing in other things when we're investing in those who don't have as much privilege or are not as fortunate as us where we are investing in our relationships where we're investing in our family and our children and our partners so what we're really talking about here is just intentionality and how we spend that time. The other thing that brought about the dying daily idea is a lot of it comes from the work I do, uh, where I'm talking to somebody. Uh, you know, Many times people will come to me because they're experiencing grief over somebody they lost. Um, I've had quite a few people I know over the years die. And then, I mean, if you just watch the news, you see it all the time where people die. And I don't think that a vast majority of those people left their house that day thinking this would be the last time they left their house. You know, I read uh, this thread on Reddit one time where a guy talked about how he realized that at some point he would put his child down and would never pick him up again. And that hit me really, really hard because that's happened. You know, I have a kid who's about to turn 18. At some point, I put him down for the last time and I never picked him up again. There are already thousands of last times that we've all experienced in our life without realizing they were the last time. At some point, I will leave my house for the last time, never to return. I will see my wife for the last time, never to see her again. I will see my kids for the last time, never to see them again. I will see my last client ever. I will do my last podcast. And for all I know, that could be today it's unlikely. Statistically speaking, it's unlikely. But people die in car wrecks on their way home every single day. People have strokes and aneurysms and they fall down the stairs and these things happen. It's just, it's part of life. It's how it works. And I think that there's kind of, there's two ways to, to kind of process that, to kind of sit with that. One is probably like a nihilistic perspective of like, well, nothing matters because this is all going to end eventually. Or this all matters very, very much because it's going to end eventually. And to me, the latter one is not only more in line with reality, but it's going to help us create a better life than the nihilistic option is. So I think that keeping that death in mind is very helpful to us so long as we don't let it drag us down into nihilism, and this has been pretty normal in many cultures over the centuries um there was a thing called memento mori back in the day which was like meditating on death it just recognizing that you're going to die someday it was very important for like emperors and powerful people to remember that no matter how much power i have in life one day i'm dirt like everybody else and so this matters the samurai fixated on it. Um, I remember reading, I think it might have been in Hagakura. And if I'm mispronouncing these, I apologize. Don't send me angry emails. Uh, Send me constructive emails, helping me know how to pronounce them. But don't yell at me. But I think it's in there where the guy talks about every day you should meditate on being pierced by arrows, being torn apart by dogs, I think falling off of a cliff. Not to be morbid, but just so that when the moment of death came, they did not see it as something tragic as something unexpected as something unacceptable because their lives were based around being ready to give their lives for their lord and this is i mean and there's 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 a whole bunch of other examples i think this all really appealed to me early on because i lived most of my life with i think a solid understanding of death but i didn't care i was very reckless i was very Uh, I was very foolish. I was just, I've said it before and I'll say it probably a bunch more times before this podcast ends, I was a very unwise person for a vast majority of my life. And so this suddenly recognizing that my impending death could mean something and could make a positive change in my life really appealed to me and it really helped me get some traction and start moving After my life got easier and I kind of settled into things and I felt I was a little more successful, I kind of dropped that. I kind of lost touch with that idea until I came across that essay by Seneca. And so that's where all of this came from. I just realized that, oh, my gosh, I do want to do more with my life. I want to offer people something more. And so, you know, I had the mindfulness and the meditation. You know, I just become a counselor and was working as a therapist and all that stuff. But to this day, that drives me. That drives me. When I don't pay attention to my family, one of the first things that pops in my head would be, how would you feel if you lost them today or you passed away today? Like, how would you feel about how you behaved in this moment? And it's never good. Like, I'm never okay with not engaging my family. Part of the reason I'm trying to shift what I do for a living is that so often when I get home after talking to people all day, like I'm just drained. I don't really have much left. I don't like being that way. Part of the reason I'm trying to get in better shape, part of the reason I'm shifting my diet and stuff, is because I want to have more energy for the people I love. Part of the reason I try to live so intentionally and healthily is because I want to be able to offer the people I love the best of me. And all of that comes from the fact that this all ends. So that's where the whole Dying Daily concept came from. I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that understanding of the immediacy of death as I rebrand. But I think that it's also, it's probably just run its course. I've gotten enough feedback on it that it's not accomplishing what I wanted it to accomplish. So as we're stepping away from that, I think that it's good to kind of recenter and come back into looking at what really matters. The fact that this all ends. What would it look like to live our lives every single day in a way that if we died in that moment, we would be okay with it? And I think this brings up some really important questions. You know, one thing it did for me over the years was that when I got back into contact with somebody who I might not have treated very well, or who I I was padding that to make myself sound better than I am. When I come into contact with somebody who I treated poorly or who I screwed over or who my selfishness affected in a negative way, and I, I really try to apologize. I try to just say, you know what, I'm, I shouldn't have done that to you and I'm sorry. I've sent a lot of emails about that, a lot of Facebook messages and had a lot of person to person conversations just to say, hey, I'm sorry that I did that. The corollary with that, you know, the thing that's attached to that is that I try very hard now not to have so much to apologize for. I try to notice when I'm moving into selfishness and things like that. I try to notice the times when I'm, when I'm wasting time. And these days I find that wasting time is an indication that I'm not taking care of myself in some way. I'm not sleeping well. I am not focusing on the tasks at hand. I'm distracting myself. I'm not taking a break from things. I'm not stepping back when I need to. And because of that, I start wasting time in places that I don't really want to. And I'm not even doing it intentionally. So I think a lot of good things can come from this recognition that none of us live forever and that this all ends. So I would encourage you to just do a thought experiment this week or actually keep track of it if you want to. I've actually got a time budget on my website that you can use. Um, It's at jamescotthinson.com and it's under the resource library. Keep track of your time and then step back and look at it and say, which of these things am I okay with? Which of these things would I like to do better? Notice how you are when you engage the people that you love. Notice how you are when you engage the people that really matter to you. Do you have enough left over in the tank for them or are you spending that fuel somewhere else? And just take a look at your life without judgment, without criticism. Just like you're doing your budget, you've got to you've got to come up with some more money and say what needs to be cut. It doesn't mean that if you're doing this in a budget sense, it doesn't mean that going to the movies is bad or going out to eat is bad. It might just mean that that is not what I want to prioritize right now. None of this is to say that playing video games or reading romance novels, or watching The Office for the 20th time is bad. None of this is to say that having a Facebook and scrolling through it every once in a while or scrolling through Reddit is bad. But all of these things, when they get out of balance, they do become stressful for us, first of all. But they also take away from what we could be doing. This is a zero-sum game. There's 24 hours in a day. So anything you use your time to do automatically takes away from something else and i think one of the biggest fallacies we have as a species is we always think there's time to do something later and we probably think that up until the moment when there's not that time anymore when it's past and it's too late so dying daily was all about just simply trying to engage that in an intentional way so here as i move away from that title i still want to honor the spirit of it and be intentional with how I live my life and be aware that I'm going to die someday. Not nihilistically, not even with sorrow, but with a sense of remembrance that how I spend this moment, how I treat the people around me, how much love I live within my life matters. As always, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. You can find me at my website, jamescotthenson.com. There is a resource library there. That's where that time budget I mentioned is. You can find me on Instagram, just Henson. I try to use both of those in intentional ways to connect with people that I want to connect with and to learn more about this world and to learn more about how to live my life better. And I try to offer that as well. So you can find me either one of those places. Until next time, pay attention to how you live your life. Try to bear in mind that this all ends. Thanks for listening. Take care.